Everyone, welcome back to Brain Vomit, the daily podcast journal of me, a confused 23-year-old, trying to piece together self-identity and what life is really about. And hopefully you join me in this journey and learn something new about yourself. And like I like to say, self-reflection is king here. And with the intro out of the way, let's just hop right into today's topic. And today is how my social anxiety clashes with my desire to be an entertainer. And yeah, so recently I've kind of come to the conclusion that the career I want to have is entertainment. Like I want to entertain people. And as far back as I can remember, I've been a weird, funky, you know, couple marbles loose type of kid. And I just love presenting like funkiness and like making people's days kind of weird and funny. So they have something to talk about, something to remember. Something to kind of take you out of that ordinary routine to kind of just like, yeah, make the day a little brighter. And I remember doing that a lot when I was young. And now as I've kind of grown more comfortable in my skin, as I've got older, I'm doing it more again. But between when I was younger, like let's say fourth grade to now when I'm 23, I had many encounters that weren't very positive, very negative encounters, you could say. Uh, where people, you know, told you, you're not that funny, you're a weird kid, why you always have so much energy, you know, really kind of tearing me down for my behavior. And let me clarify that I did have incidents like that where I felt kind of bullied or attacked, but I wasn't someone who like suffered from bullying, like it wasn't constant. I think it was more of, you know, our weird brains like to attach onto the negative comments, even though they're usually less. Like if I really recall high school and middle school, I had a lot of people compliment me, think I was funny, think I was fun. But when I was young, you know, or younger, I always focused on those negative comments and that negativity and kind of like that meanness and kind of like focusing on what wasn't good about me or how I could be a little bit annoying because I admit I, I am annoying stuck with me. And so I got scared to present who I truly was because I was scared of being judged again. And like I said, I, I totally recognize that when you're weird and you're loud and you're kind of funky, you can be found annoying or kind of frustrating by people because they're not used to that type of energy, right? That kind of vibe. And so I finally kind of come to a conclusion that I'm happier being this weird kind of outgoing person, even if that means there's going to be people in my life who are going to kind of try to tear me down or say like, you need to chill Uh because I have lived so much of my life on the opposite end, which is being super reserved, being quiet, kind of just listening and not causing any trouble or causing any conflict because I didn't want to be judged or somebody to be upset with me. And so for, like I said, many of my, my, so much of my life, I've been in my shell and I got really good at still interacting because I love interacting But what I got good at was like staying in my shell and listening and asking questions and having a conversation through me asking questions to the people because what people love the most, basically almost everybody, is talking about themselves. If you ask a question to anybody about who they are, what they do, it's easy to start getting them going on a rant. And so that's how I would interact with people by conversing about them and never really talk about my feelings, my emotions, who I was, because I was I, I became so scared of criticism. I became so sensitive to criticism. And this is kind of in middle school, high school, where my social anxiety really began to form and develop. 
Uh, I never I never shared anything about myself because I was so sensitive about that criticism. Any critiques would make me spiral into questioning what was wrong with me, right? Like, why am I being critiqued? Am I really that bad of a person? And I never fully understood that some people would just not like me and that was okay. Like, I'd never, I never kind of like gripped that idea fully. Like I knew it, but I never really accepted it and implemented it into my life. And so, yeah, only the people who were really close to me in my life kind of saw my weirdness and saw who I was for, for me, right? Not this kind of like quiet, listening, introverted kid. I was this very outgoing, weird, funky person. And I appreciate them for accepting me during those times because those were my only outlets where I felt like I was truly being me at the time. But now as I continue to reflect on my life and through this podcast, I have realized that my passion in life is that I want to make other people happy. Like I want to entertain others and that I want to impact people's lives in a positive manner. Just help them a little bit, right? Just spread a smile, spread a laugh and kind of just laugh together about the madness and kind of the craziness that I feel is our world and our existence. But unfortunately for me, I have terrible, I mean, just heinous public anxiety and stage fright it's really developed it's really gripped me because i've kind of applied it and kind of been in it for so long it's just become a really big part of my personality and the latest example i have for you guys which is a pretty good story is that my girlfriend and i were invited and taken by her family onto a week cruise during christmas uh during christmas holidays and really quick i just gotta say thank you to her family because that was a really dope vacation like it I love cruises. I know some people hate them. It's a big debate, but I love them. You can just chill, unlimited food. Like, it's just a blast. So thanks to them for that. Anyhow, on our cruise, we had a small live studio. And here they have karaoke and other smaller activities. But on a couple of days of our trip, they had, like, big game shows. Like, it was a full production with two hosts. And they filmed they filmed the whole thing on, like, big professional cameras. And they shut the sh- uh, and they showed that all, all over the cruise, on all the on all the TVs on the cruise. Like, you could change it to channel and see that kind of, like, live show on the cruise. And my girlfriend and I loved these. Like, it was so fun to be in the audience and cheer people and kind of laugh with them. Like, it was just a lot of fun. And on the day of the last game show... I got picked to participate and I forget the exact name of the game show, but the concept was simple. So basically you sat in a chair in front of the entire audience in the middle of the stage and there was a big clock above you and the host had two minutes to ask you questions. And if you answer any of those questions, yes or no, you lose. But if you go the distance on those two minutes, you win a bottle of champagne. So we're sitting there enjoying the show and a couple people go Everyone does fairly well. Even a lady wins and she's bragging about her champagne and she killed it. And then my name is called because before the show started, they asked anybody in the audience who wanted to participate to throw their name in the hat. And like I said, I want to entertain like I do want to. So I throw my name in the hat and it gets picked at random, right? It gets picked. My name's called. And as I hear my name coming out of the host's name, my heart just begins to beat out of my chest. I mean, Everything is moving slowly. I'm kind of just looking back and forth, like kind of slowly getting up on my chair. It felt my vision starts getting blurry. My armpits start getting sweaty, you know, just stress. Like I'm just stressed. Like I feel like a trapped animal almost. 
And the worst part of the, the social anxiety and kind of the stage fright is that you can't think straight because all I can think about is don't make an ass out of yourself. Don't make an ass out of yourself. Make sure everything's perfect. Make sure you're crisp and your head kind of goes in this loop. But that stops you from thinking about anything else or like listening to what they're asking or listening and reacting appropriately. So what feels like an eternity, but I make it to the chair. I make it to the middle of the stage. I'm looking at the crowd. I'm freaking out internally the host introduces me and asks for my last name i tell her she then spells it and asks me if that's the right answer <laughs> if she spelled it right basically and because i was tweaking in my mind i go yeah i go yes you got it right and i was like and most people don't so i was like impressed <laughs> and she's laughing because i lost immediately and only with four seconds into the game i had lost right like four seconds ticked by and i'm done and people could not believe, like, the audience was quiet because I assumed that I'm a 6'6 man, you know, I have a mustache, and I did so poorly. And a couple people before me was a 10-year-old girl who slayed it, you know, did like a minute 30 with not saying yes or no. And I couldn't even go four seconds. I couldn't make it past the first question. <laughs> uh, so with shame, I just begin to walk back to my seat, but I'm very relieved because that whole feeling of anxiety is finally off my back. And the game show continues, but before it ends, the host says, we on Princess Cruise believe in redemption. So the individual with the worst time gets a second chance. And immediately my anxiety crashes back down on me because I know out of the 20 or so people, I was the worst one. So they call me back on stage, but this time I had the option to ask the host the questions. So they would be sit sitting on the chair and I would have the microphone asking them questions for two minutes. And they hand me the mic, my palms get sweaty, mom's spaghetti, and I deliver the most punishing, savage questions in the history of the game and the host loses under 20 seconds. And I pop that big bottle of champagne all over the stage. Nah, you know me, I'm playing. <laughs> I wish, I wish that's what happened. That's what I imagined would happen. But in reality, I begin to stumble over my words. My brain just keeps tripping over itself. I spit out whatever question I can, which is a terrible question because I begin with, what is your favorite type of ice cream? Which is horrible for a yes or no game because she wasted so much time just naming different ice creams she liked. And so then I get more anxious because I feel like I'm being dumb, like I already failed. Like people are like, what is this dude doing up on stage? He looks like an idiot. So now I'm stressing even more. I'm breathing a little bit heavy. And then I ask if she always eats ice cream with a spoon. And people in the crowd are laughing because it's just a ridiculous question that like, why would I ask that? And she shoots me a confused look and she starts answering and she doesn't say yes or no again. And I'm just like perplexed. I'm sweating at this point. I'm looking around the crowd and I'm stumbling. I'm stammering. And I'm like, mom, uh, and I quickly pivot away from the ice cream. And I ask if she went to the beach today and the crowd just bursts out laughing. Ah! And I'm so confused. I'm sweating buckets. The host also laughs with the crowd and she goes, I went to the pool today, but no, I did not go to the beach we did not dock today. And she kind of gives me a laugh again. And so that's why everybody was laughing because we, it was a day at sea. We weren't docking. Like we, there was no beach. So they were confused about why I was asking if we hit the beach. Like obviously no one hit the beach. But as I'm about to ask my next question, the other host gasped and goes wild because she said no in the middle of that answer. But I was so anxious and confused 
that I didn't even realize that. That's how much stress I had. But it didn't matter. Everybody goes wild. I get a bottle of champagne. I confused her with my nonsensical questions and I won. It was a dope experience, but I almost also earned a massive heart attack. And I share this story with you and myself because the point is that I have extreme social anxiety, especially when I'm in front of a crowd because I really feel like they're judging every move, every word, and that overwhelms me, right? Like you have all these eyes on you and just one little trip up is like means everybody knows you messed up and I hate that. And here lies the crux of my identity problem that I want to entertain, but I'm deadly afraid of crowds. And I know if I did any other type of work, I would not be happy because I feel like I would be betraying myself because I know like what makes me happy, what type of work I love and I enjoy and I want to wake up to do that's to entertain. And so I'm kind of stuck in this limbo of kind of like sadness and madness and just needing to overcome a fear. But luckily for me in this modern world, we have something called streaming and it's a career I definitely want to pursue and try out. And in tomorrow's pernal, I kind of want to talk about why it's been hard for me to admit to family and friends that I want to stream, that that's like the career path I want to choose, something I want to grind out. And so I'll explore that idea more tomorrow. But for now, I just want to move to the questions of the day, which is, do you recall a moment in your life when fear, anxiety, stress stopped you from pursuing a goal, a dream, an event, travel, and why? And how do these fears and anxiety stop you from living your life to the fullest? What are some steps you can take to manage those fears and anxieties so they don't take over your life? If you ever have any questions, thoughts, ideas, please email me at questionsforthebrain at gmail.com. You can also find my Facebook page at Brain Vomit, and you can find me on Twitter at Brain Vomit too. Like always, have a wonderful day and peace.